looking back and Raceway about to hook to the outside, then later Gator and Doubtfully, and Samaretti coming down the outside, she's still got about four or five to make up, but Stitzeland straight away, Piero chasing it down along the inside, and then Raceway followed by Ashakan. Samaretti's making ground late, it's Piero coming after Stitzeland. Piero drove through, took the lead in the slipper, gate holes months ago, and Piero won it from Stitzeland and Samaretti. Piero, that, that was quite abrupt. Piero uh, winning the 2012 Golden Slipper. Uh, Beaver, what's going on, mate? Yeah, nice win. A uh, couple of good horses there, wasn't there? There was, yeah. Um, first few all went on to do good things. Uh, let's talk about the Golden yeah. Slipper. Where, who are we? We are Pro Group Racing. Uh, show us your tips here to twice a week give uh, racing tips for both the midweeks and Saturday meetings and tomorrow's a big one a 3.5 million dollar golden slipper from Rose Hill um, unfortunately Beaver it is torrential in Western Sydney at the moment uh, anyone watching the, yeah it's not good is it no anyone watching the footy at Bank West it was uh, underwater there and obviously Rose Hill's not far away so not optimistic um, and fingers crossed at this stage it even goes ahead so I'm working on a heavy 10 if it does. Uh, rail is in... Uh, well, it was soft this afternoon. It is heavy now. Uh, rail plus three. It heavy was, eight. Yeah. Um, more rain on the way. It was bottomless. I think mm. 2017 Golden Slipper when She Will Rain won. It played a little bit on pace that day. Uh, so I'm, I'm obviously sometimes hard to make ground when it's a bog. So wet trackers fit and on pace the order of the day. Um found it a tough meeting to to really stamp too many how do you approach the day and um how you think the the track will play if we're on yeah look i'm really concerned that we're leaving get on at the moment um the track's heavy already um it's possible that uh, again we're going to get more rain tomorrow and they're tipping even more on saturday yeah so it's the, the outlook is not good uh daggy and uh I'd say, you know, they may even, they're on the side of caution and choose to run a gold slipper on a better weekend and just push all these races back a week. But uh, time will tell them. We've got to give some tips just in case they don't. Mm. Um, so I approached it, as you said, I probably don't want horses getting too far out of their ground. Um, and obviously horses that can handle the uh, wet, the heavy tracks. Yeah. They obviously want, um, they obviously are reluctant to call off million dollar race days, but they did with the Doncaster a few years ago during the championships and ran it on the Monday. Um, I don't know if we'll see that with no long weekend this time, but we'll plow on anyway. No point speculating. Let's uh, get into the meeting itself and with the cave here we're yeah. on and there's not too many scratches. We kick off with the listed Derby Munro over the 1,200 metres. Uh, nice race to start the day. Pretty good. Uh, do you like anything mm. in the first? Yeah, it was Good race to start the day. Would have been a cracking race in the dry, but uh, it's not in the wet. Look, I've gone for private eye. I think the first four starts this prep have been uh, tip-top. Uh, seems to look like it handles the, the wet track. A um, little bit worried about drawing uh, the inside, but might be okay being it's the first race of the day. Uh, probably pop off the fence. They'll come wide, so it should be helping it. So I'm going private eye. Around the $4 mark. Yeah, nice. Uh, I went looking for the ones that are up and running um, for fitness, and that brought me back actually to Andermatt. Um, both runs in the in the heavy have been good. Uh, beat Volpine, who's uh, since won, and I think on debut at Kembla. Oh, second at Rose Hill to Anders, just, uh, just missed Anders when it was flying on a heavy 
last prep. Um, up and fit and third up, I'm just going with the fitness edge, which um, with that and Doubtland, I'm forgiving Doubtland, who um, isn't, who struggled a bit in the dry track. The last start, it was the leader's Rose Hill, so I just forget about that one. Might be able to find a little bit of form, but around $8, I like the each way on Andermatt. Um, and on the lead was 50s in the same race as Andermatt and cross the line next to it, so it might be the big overs there. Private Eye, very honest. Uh, Joe Pride, very good with wet trackers, and uh, just just specking the lack of fitness and no trial is prep. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, the one I'll ask you about is Isotope. Um, you're the Queensland guru here. How do you rate it? Oh, look, I think it's a, it's got a very good chance in this race. Um, lost the right, right at last start, so look, you've got to put a put a um, line through that. And uh, prior to that, uh, one had a couple of uh, pretty impressive runs. Uh, uh, appears to handle this thing out of the ground. Uh, it's a very good chance. Hard yep. to beat. Cool. Uh, I just think Private Eye might just get a bit, bit better sit closer to the mark and might be just a little bit too good in the game. Yeah. Well, tomorrow we find out what, what level Private Eye's at, I guess, um, given yeah, the start right. of the career. The mile and a half Mannion Cup, in, uh, this will be a slog in the wet, uh, where I will spec, um, quick thinker actually, third up, won the derby on a, on a bog, uh, prep before last, getting double figures. I think it'll run really well here. Um, probably the the best wet tracker in the race. I sort of came to the conclusion. Uh, did did take on Sacramento in that derby. Started shorter than obviously Sacramento's found a new level since. A little bit concerned about it in the wet. And um, the, the the Australian debut of Collide was was nice enough. Uh, people didn't miss it, and just not sure how second up over a mile and a half in a bog it's going to go. Uh, obviously the Norton roulette wheel is uh, the Willie Haggis horse, who I found it pretty hard to draw a line through at all. How do you look at the race? Yeah, look, um, I'm going to spec uh, a favourite move, mm-hmm. the the international invader uh, from GB. Uh, look, I think this is a pretty open race and it's really hard to line up uh, these horses particularly in this going. Sacramento, a bit of a question mark for me, similar to you. Uh, and that for that reason, I've gone the, the European horse uh, on the basis that uh, this horse has had both its wins on soft going um, overseas. So, look, I'm hoping that uh, it likes this thing out of the ground and it will be suited. So as long as it's fit enough, uh, could be could be there at the, at the end. Great. Uh, the group three for the girls birthday card stakes over the twelve hundred meters uh, sees written beauty back from the group uh, the group one and group one the the El Eduardo race I should say uh, and a few coming through how have you looked at this one yeah another good little affair like the race uh, plenty of chances and plenty of value there's two that um, seem to be dominating the market. Um, I've gone for Written Beauty to bounce back. Um, uh, I don't really know what to make of its last run, but I'm not willing to rule it out uh, based on that running of what was on a pretty good um, was a pretty good form race. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to speculate record. that it will handle the going. It's um, it's done that before, and the knockout horse for me is I Am Eloquent. 
so two out of two in the heavy. Uh, first up, uh, if it's ready and fresh, around the $15 mark, I think that's a really good chance. Yep. Uh, I Am Eloquent jumped off the page at me too. That was my knockout. Uh, I've got a bit of a sick feeling with Glenn Boss after Empecunius last week again, but um, it was a knockout for me. I didn't really like the race. Um, M&8 started eighty. Volpine beat at home. Volpine does get through the wet and might have a lead on knees. Um, not quite sure it's at the level of written beauty of those, but uh, just saying maybe position running and and track condition might be in its favour for a fit an up and fit horse. Um, over, and then the obvious two are M and Eight, who started a dollar eighty against Volpine, and Written Beauty, who came out of the the Nature Strip Eduardo race, which um, I think will be backed because uh, that was obviously track record and hot time. So I think people will find Written Beauty. Um, but yeah, same Ruffy, which is uh, which is, is interesting. Race four is the Group One Ranvent over the two thousand metres, a clash of Adib and Very Elegant again, the old sparring partners from last autumn. How are you going to split them? Uh, very elegant for me. Okay, uh, it's obviously a, a race in two. Uh, we know how good Very Elegant is. It's uh, come back better than ever. Um, I think the last two, the first start run was outstanding. Last start just oh, just kept attacking the line. It's just an amazing horse. It just doesn't give in. Uh, the wet track's not going to hurt. And for that reason and that reason alone, I'm willing to play very elegant. Uh, I'll go the other way only because uh, DB is 2-0 over very elegant. They did meet on a heavy last prep as well where it was pretty dominant actually. Um, but I don't know if, you know, a great race to watch. I'm not going to, I don't really like stamping either because they're both world class horses, especially on the wet um, and cracking race. But I'll just lean with, with a deep to uh, make it 3 0. The group one. Matt, I don't mind betting in races like this one because you're pretty much going to get even money either, either horse. Mm. And this is a dead set two horse race. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, there's no, uh, there's no knockout so here. Even there is no knockout here. Um, there's only five horses in it, and one's at 200s, uh, one's at 50s. Uh, you know, Master of Wine has a bit of ability, but these are definitely the only two-horse race. So if you can pick the winner, you're doubling your money. Yeah. Yeah, you're betting on a toss of a coin, essentially, really. Um, yeah, that's right, which something. is not bad in some races where you take $4 shots that have got 10 in the field. Yeah, yeah. So... Um... Yeah, uh, good. I might take. I'd probably take Black Figures a deep actually, but we'll see. We'll see how that all plays out. Um, I can't imagine either of them starting much longer than what they are now. But we'll see if the market balances out to uh, to you know fifty percent each. Um, the two thousand Rose Hill Guineas is another Group One interesting race. We see a lot of Melbourne form starting to flood through. The heavy track makes it mm. extra interesting. Uh, if not. Maybe a bit perilous to bet into. How'd you how'd you line these all up? Yeah, tricky affair. Um, I, I really struggled to be honest. Yeah, uh, I thought there was it was really hard to get a line on lines draw. It was good last start, um, and was good last preparation. Uh, probably probably a bit bit over the odds last start. Montefilia, I didn't think. Uh, was too bad first up, uh, finished off okay, and um, 
know, even horses like Wheelhouse and Luna Fox aren't without a chance. So I did come back to Moonga. I uh, thought it was extremely unlucky last last start when finishing second. Uh, appears to handle the wet going. Uh, gets gets the right barrier here. Uh, should get the bit the right running running and. I suspect with the heavy track uh, should be presented with a run at some stage in the straight. Yeah, I it was hard to miss in the chasing running home in the lead up race, the Roundwick Guineas, uh, and both both of them came from essentially last on the leader's track. I've just got a feeling line to raw might not be a full on wet tracker, um, so I'm sort of taking that on. Mm. Uh, I thought Wheelhouse was a one of the runs of the race in that Guineas. It was the one that sat three wide and dragged the other two into the race. And was still uh, pretty close in the finish. Um, the Pierros go all right in the wet. Had all that being said, I end up going back to the other one. I end up going back to Montefilia. Um, goes fine in the wet. Was good. Uh, hard to miss in coming through the Phillies form there. I know I bagged that form all the way through, but was not given a chance in that race. Was I think ten dollars into about nearly start a favourite on the day. Uh, and just away from the boys' form, I think she might be. You might be one run too soon, but she's the one to beat in the Oaks. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And um, happy to, about $5, happy to play here. Um, second best result will probably be, like I said, Wheelhouse. I've just got a feeling Waller might have it ready to go um, on the back of that run. Yeah, I just, Montefilia, you know, I tipped it first up. Um, second up worries me. And stepping up to the 2,000, uh, 1,400 to 2,000 on a heavy track. I suspect it's needs another run. No, that's fair, and and all fair comment too. Um, the rider is the fourth group one of the day um, over the fifteen hundred meters. Another tricky affair here, uh, especially given the heavy conditions. Did you were you able to split these up? Obviously, Vilis returned really well. Is now a hundred years old. How do you look at it? Yeah, well, I'm going to back the hundred years old. Um, I thought its first up run was pretty good, loomed up and finished off okay. Uh, that suggests to me that uh, still got some life left in the legs and uh, certainly doesn't mind the sting out of the ground. Uh, its wet track form is probably the best um, in this race. Uh, fun start goes well as well in the with the sting out of the ground. But I'm leaning towards Avilius, uh, about the 450 mark. Yeah, uh, yeah, the obvious starting point, I think, um, proven Group 1 horse. Um, has had a little bit of, not a lot of luck throughout that last you know year or two where it hasn't run as well. Um, the one over the odds for me uh, is Dawn Passage. I thought it was an okay return uh, without setting the bottom fire. On the bog in the Golden Eagle, just missed behind uh, Colette and Ice Bath. And I think potentially the four-year-olds could be the, the fresher ones here. It and uh, Junipal. Both in the the mid teens, I'll have something on Junipal. Pretty good Sydney record, actually. Um, not a bad wet record, and obviously we're specking first up fifteen hundred meters on a bog, but uh, just looking for some different form. So Dawn Passage and Junipal outside the obvious ones you've you've put a case for. Then Arcadia Queen out. I think that's correct, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The Group 1 Golden Slipper, 3.5 mil over the 1,200 metres for the two-year-olds on a bog track. Uh, very interesting now. Do you want to lead away with your thoughts in this race? or 
Yeah, of course, you throw me under the bus. Um, <laughs> no, look. Do you want me to go first? I'm going to okay. stick with prop. No, no, it's all okay. good. Uh, I'm going to stick with profiteer. Um, I tipped it last starts, went too hard, but stuck on really well, and I was super impressed with that. And I probably liked it more after running seconds than um, maybe if it won. Uh, so for that reason, I'm going to stick with Profiteer. It really, um, you know, it's drawn well again here. The wet track, it has one on the soft already. Is it a true wet tracker? Quite, not quite sure, but you're guessing a little bit with all of these horses, um, to be honest, and that's uh, that makes it the challenge. I probably th- my main danger is four moves ahead. thought it was been pretty good the f- its first two starts uh, certainly can handle the wet so that's not gonna that's not gonna be um, an X next to its name it's drawn a little bit wide um, if there's something finishing hard and other horses getting tired it could well be four moves ahead so uh, profit here to be four moves ahead for me yeah I am. Um... I'd been with sort of the Rolls Royce sitting in the garage all the way through the Blue Diamond winner, Artorias. Fantastic trial in Sydney. Uh, now really nervous off the freshen up into a heavy 10. Uh, we'll still have it in my numbers. I'm going with four moves ahead after I sat and pondered everything. I, I like what you said about uh, Profiteer, but um, Nash sort of box seat run according to the Racing New South Wales map. Shouldn't be too far away. Does have the I know it is Kenzo, but does have the big win on the heavy on debut. Looks like a really nice mover, and I've defaulted to it to be the last girl standing, I suppose, uh, from Artorias. Uh, Swift, uh, not Swift Witness. Stay inside. Will improve with a better run back to the wet track here. And I thought Swift Witness was uh, the best knockout. Just a really good run against the bias. At Rose Hill, a, a bit back, profiteer with the other one goes that goes into the quaddy, and um, for all the reasons you've said, yeah, 13, 3, 8, and 14 for me in the Golden Slipper, uh, cracking race. The 1100 meter Galaxy Group One here, uh, over we see again freshies, we see some up and goers. Do you want to lead away again? Oh, you can have a crack for once, mate. All right, I will. Sorry, I feel bad now that I keep throwing you in first. Uh, what's Eduardo done wrong? It was tremendous last start. Broke the track record, beat Nature Strip, uh, pretty much on merit. Handles the wet. Uh, Jay Pride loves, yeah, trains the wet trackers quite well. And uh, last time on a heavy nine, wasn't far off Gitra. Before that, it beat Flit. Um, $7.50, great each way bet here for an up and runner um, to beat the... One of my favourite horses, Hortbury on her, who's trialled fantastic, gets through the wet, just got nabbed by G-Char in that same race on the heavy last time. If she was probably second or third up, I'd probably have her on top. Um, they're the two. Best knockout for me in the 20s is Splintex. How about you? Mate, I've gone Talia. Okay. And I've gone Talia purely because... It's wet. It's wet track form is um, pretty good in this race. Mm. Outside of Jungle Edge, which we know goes well on the wet, but uh, it's getting a bit long in the tooth now. Tullier's had four starts on the heavy for three three wins in a second, and one out of one on the soft. Uh, loves this track. 
uh, enjoys the distance, got 51 on its back, so it's got no weight. Um, Eduardo's got to give it seven kilos and in the heavy going over the, at, at Rose Hill over the 1100, I just think that may be too much. Um, and that's probably the reason I've ruled Eduardo out. And I think one of the main dang, well, have to give a shout out to uh, Easy Eddie, yep. uh, Trent's horse, who was very unlucky last start, uh, $26. Has to be super hard to beat. Um, but I really, I'm really struggling to find anything that can beat Tallyer if, uh, if all things go according to plan. Yeah, I'm not a huge weight sort of person, but on these bog tracks, you tend to find the ones down in the weights do tend to bob up here. Um, so. I guess I better add that to the quaddy. Uh The opponent stakes. Yeah, wild, wild ruler. Wild ruler. I I, lo- I love as a horse. Think it's got it's outstanding. Just not quite sure on the heavy track at this at this stage. Yeah, the schnitzels tend to go okay, um, but undecided. Yeah. And um, I think Snowden's scratched it a few times from heavy tracks, so we might not even mm. see it. Um, I you know I think he's projected yeah. a bit from there. Yep. So we could see the same thing. Uh, let's wrap up the day with the Epona Stakes over the 1,900 metres for the girls. Um, and I'll lead off again just for you. Two for me here. Again, talking down in weights, I'm going to go the fit backup horse, Welsh Legend, one last week. Um, pretty soft, drops in weight, and um, pretty much gets a nice branding run not too far off the pace here. So on top again for me to beat Outback Diva, who... Uh, just forgiving, just wasn't in the right part of the track to be competitive last start, but goes right in the wet, and they're the two I'll finish the day with. How about you, um, Beef? Yeah, look, uh, I'm going to go for Polly Gray. Thought um, gets now to its third up run, uh, gets to its peak fitness here, uh, out to the right distance, the 1900, uh, which will suit uh Loves the sting out of the track. Uh, it's drawn wide. Uh, so it just gets everything in its favour here. Um, carrying 55, which isn't too bad. James James McDonald aboard. Um, look, I think Polly Gray is going to be super hard to beat, just sitting off the pace, powering down the middle. Fantastic. Do you want to wrap up your thoughts for Golden Slipper Day on the heavy track? Your best. Inv- uh, who's doing the quaddy? Is it me or you in Sydney? Should we rock off? No idea. Oh, uh, you, I'll do it. You run the show, mate. I know. I should have kept notes. I'll do it. I'll do Sydney. Uh, go and give us your best yep. value while I pull up some things. My value bet of the day comes up in race nine, number five, Polly Gray. Yep. And my best bet of the day comes up in race eight, number 13, Tallyer. Yeah, good, good. Uh, I struggled to really stamp a best all day, but uh, I really like the well, let's call it the best value bracket. Uh, back both Horbury on her and Eduardo in the Galaxy, and I think you'll get a result. Uh, the Quaddy in Sydney will make it 2, 8, 9, into 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, and 14, into 1, 4, and I'll throw Talia into number 13, Come home with Polly Gray number five, seven, and then 10, 12, and 13. That's the uh, Sydney Quaddy on a Golden Slipper Day. 
Check out progroupracing.com.au for their free tips and extensive guides. Um, plenty going on there as we head towards the championships. Um, plenty of news stories as well, uh, some form comments, and some of their experts provide uh, daily tips, so check them out. And we will head to Mornington for the supplementary program. A little, well, somewhat less enthusiastic meeting, but we do get good track racing with the Rail True Mornington can favour on paces and uh, the locals tend to come to the fore a lot on these sort of days, locally trained horses. Um, you keen on a meeting? Uh, no. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Not overly at all. Uh, look, I'd much prefer to be betting in, in Sydney. Um, yeah, it's pretty tough. Yeah. Pretty tough affair, but... Um, I found a few there to, to have a look at and have a, have, have a bit of a few bucks on. Well, I'll, hopefully we can kick off in a winner with the Godolphin Horse Micro in the first in the sires. Um, race one, number one. It was pretty good coming through the Flemington race, uh, chasing home lightsaber. I think it'll run well here in a, a tiny field, but um, hopefully get us off to a decent start. Any thoughts yourself? No, no, no thoughts there for me. Uh, the second over the 2,000 metres I thought was a trap race, so I left alone. Yeah, I didn't have anything there myself either. The third over the 1,200 metres, benchmark 70. Um, what do you like here? Yeah, I thought this was a, a another tricky affair. Um, I thought Incredulous Dream tried really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was pretty good first up last time and uh, just just died on its fitness uh, but did have a really good win at Caulfield, I think, uh, beat, beating Yes Baby Yes. And I think if it can uh, be ready to go first up and it seems like from its trial, uh, finished second in its trial that it may, then could be really hard to beat. Yeah, back in grade. Um, the two I sort of, at a price, I, well, Garvok's one of the favourites, I think, coming through that Boom Boom Becker race at Sandown. Will Improves had no luck its last two starts. Uh, and I think Arigato back at home, um, hopefully a little bit closer to the pace, might be hard to catch around Mornington, so that's the two for me in this race. Uh, race four, benchmark 78 over the 1,200 metres. Uh, we've got a shorty here who's also in for the valley. Uh, if it runs here, we don't really need to talk too much about this race, do we? No. I think uh, if it's here, Maribai wins. Yep, and if it's not, who knows? Yeah, exactly. Uh, 1,000 metres, similar story here. Uh, without the uh, without the moral, I don't know. Do you have an idea on this, this sprint race? No, I thought this was a really open affair uh, with too many chances for me to find anything of, with any uh, any confidence. Yeah, um, yeah. generally my thing is to default to the different forms, so the Tasmanian horse might be the way I'd play that, if at all. The Mornington Guineas over the mile is race six. Um, this is an interesting little race here. Um, any thoughts? Yeah, look, I like Dom to shoot. Um Came here with some reasonably good form from uh, WA. Um, and then first up at Flemington, I think it ran fifth, uh, not too many lengths off Tagaloa um, in a pretty good race uh, when, you know, pretty expecting the market. Uh, look, last start, 
it was wasn't overly impressive finished towards the tail of the field but that was in the race one by luna fox at 150s and cherry tour tony which uh didn't do much yeah. odds on so look you can put a line probably through that race it was a bit of a an interesting affair so i'm going to get back to its wa form um against what looks to be a pretty um light on field here and suspect that it's got a bit of ability um, and that it was set for a race like the Mornington Guineas. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll just go with a bit of fresh blood. Um, the lightly race Peter Moody horse, I know he's got an opinion of it. Uh, Vidiano, um, soft win at Pakenham to set us up for this. Uh, might be a horse he could end up in Queensland if uh, all, all goes to plan. So just going about $8 each way play for me. And I think Let's Crack a Deal is a talented horse. Um, first up, 1600 We'll see how it goes, but um, was in Derby conversation for a lot, lot of last spring, and um, off the. I know it's not a great Derby, but coming out of that first up at the mile uh, again, reasonable price. They're the two I'll play. Two much better races now. The uh, the Mornington Cup over the twenty four hundred meters is the feature of the day. I believe this is for a ticket into the Caulfield Cup, or it used to be at least. Um, and we might yeah. have a moral. Are you thinking that? I think so. Um, look, if we know how good the Sydney form is going down to Melbourne, particularly in the staying races and Mount Popper's form. Um, first two runs of this preparation have been very good. Um, lot to like about this horse. And I think it's on to bigger and better things than the Mornington Cup. Yep. Not much to add. Uh, if it's here, it wins. Uh, if it's not, uh, I love Irish Flame, probably... Just missed last start and will run well again here. And uh, we know how well Defibrillate is going. So I guess they probably all you need for your quaddy if you're not going one out. Um, same again in the Hariba Stakes, the other feature of the day over the 1,200 metres. Uh, I think if Ancestry doesn't run on a Friday night, it comes here and wins this. Any thoughts? Yeah, I... I, I tend to agree, but I don't think it'll run here. I think it will go to Mini Valley. Okay. Uh, I think they'd probably. I think they probably think it suits. It's a bigger and better race, and they probably think Mini Valley suits it more than uh, Mornington. Yeah. Uh, just, just my, just my gut feeling. And Brooklyn Hustle's probably the same. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't start here and starts uh, at, at the Valley. Uh, if that's the case and both of those horses are out, then I'm going to lead to a horse such as Labor Odd. Uh, I think it could be hard to beat. It's currently $9.50. Won't start that, of course, if uh, the top two come out, but uh, you probably get five, $5 anyway um, and it could be the hardest to beat in this. Yeah, the overs in the race for me is um, outrageous, around $16, 17 I think it's a, a great, mm. great each-way play. Um, good fresh horse. And a little bit of a tail on this race, I think. Yeah, 100%. And we'll finish up over the mile uh, with a benchmark 78. Um, another very open affair. I'll, I'll play again through the Sandown form we've been a bit familiar with. Into Imperial Lad, if it is on pace, he's going to be there and run very well with Pikey in the last and Merchant of Venice, who beat at home last start. They're the two back on both each way, and I think... Um, that's the way I'll finish the day there. Yeah, I was the same as you. I thought I thought that's exactly the way it lined up. I went for Merchant of Venice um, just in front of Imperial Lad. 
uh, like they finished last start. But, yeah, back both and uh, hopefully get home with a win. Fantastic. Uh, your best and value and quaddy at Mornington. Yeah, look, uh, my best is race seven, number seven, Mount Popper. And my value bet comes up in the last race nine, number 13, Merchant of Venice. Uh, I have exactly the same numbers, which uh, worked for us at Sandown on, on on Wednesday. We nailed, I think, both the ones we agreed on. Uh, so, yeah, a rinse and repeat for me. I've got uh, Mount Popper and Merchant of Venice. Uh, give us a quaddy. Give you a quaddy. All right. Uh, my quaddy is in the first leg, numbers one, two, three, and four. In the second leg, numbers three, four, six, and seven. In race eight, hard to know because there might be a few scratchings here, Um, but I will go numbers one, three, four, ten, and eleven. And to finish, I'm going to go, sorry, I just got a bit confused there, numbers three, six, nine, and 13. Cool. Um, so, yeah, so tough day at morning to finish off, um, but, yeah, might get a couple of splits there. The Group 1 William Reed is on at Mooney Valley on the Friday night. Um, it's a cracking race, actually. Did you Have you had a look at this? Yeah, I have had a look at this, mate. Um, a couple of good races there on Friday night. Uh, I did find a couple. Uh, race seven. Look, I, it's it's a it's a bit of a beauty actually. Um, really keen to see how some a horse like Mask Crusader goes mm. uh, down in Melbourne. Uh, first two runs this prep have been good. Uh, we've talked about um, Ancestry that'll probably lead them up. Libertini returns and drawn super wide, but it's good ability. I'm gonna I'm gonna forgive September run. Yeah. Um, I uh, around five dollars fifty. Last start was just run was just too bad to be true. Uh, comes back around the bend here. It's drawn at twelve, which will suit. It's going to go back. It's going to come with a bursting run. Uh, down the middle of the track, and just let's hope that uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with it after last start, and it was just one of those things, and bounces back to form. Yeah, I, th- I think the, uh, the the girls down the bottom have the key here. I think there's a ton of pace with um, Haydock, Ancestry, Flit, Pippi. We know how they're all going to run. So just looking for, I think the swoopers will have it here between... If it's not September run, Portland Sky is going to run really well again. And Brooklyn Hustle, it might be her turn to snipe. She's just uh, just missed a few times in these sort of races. So they're the, uh, uh, they're the way I will play that race. Let's just look at the prices now. What price? Bella Vella as well. Schnoddy. She's good. Uh, stayed in Sydney. Okay. Um, yeah, so cracking affair. Anything else on the Mooney Valley card? As I... Yeah, with a few others um, at Mooney Valley. Race two, number eight, Munta Sierra. I think it's uh, can win. 
then I had two others, uh, Chica Ferta, uh, Fierta, uh, gets a good gets yeah. its opportunity here to win. Uh, bit short, but should be close and hard to beat. And then I thought it some nice odds in the fifth race, number three, Sister. Uh, thought it could win first up from the McAvoy stable. Cool. Um, I, I agree with you, Chica Fuerte. And just because I always do, I'll mention my girlfriend in good health. Um, she's She'll turn up again and turn up again. Um, <laughs> you got anything in Queensland? Is it raining up there? What's the go up there? Still heavy? Yeah, I look. think it's I think it's soft up there. Um, okay. It's about a soft five at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, uh, but they're predicting a fair bit of rain yeah. again for up in Eagle Farm as well. So hard to pick some winners. But I did uh, look at the form and I did come up with a couple. Um, at Eagle Farm on Saturday, I've got race two, number one, the Cullinan. Mm-hmm. Um I've then got uh, moving on to race seven. I thought uh, number nine, Jakama, could be hard to beat. Mm-hmm. And then I finished off in the last uh, with the Sydney horse, race nine, number 11, word for word. It's gone up there looking for a win. Cool. Uh, the open bet off tonight, race four, number four, King Gutho. There we go. There's one. <laughs> There's yes. an omen off tonight's effort. Um, I'll mention on behalf of the Footy and Frothies podcast, we got our footy multi up last week. You go broke, Parry. Yeah, I know. You go broke back and Parry, you know. We got our multi up last week, but my footy multi for the weekend was uh, Latrell to score into Teddy to score, paying five bucks. That's a good bet against uh, their their respective oppositions. Um, Apart from that, as we've said, check out progroupracing.com.au. For their free tips and extensive guides, give us some feedback. You've obviously, if you found us on YouTube, stick around two shows a week. Uh, you can also listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, anywhere you can find decent podcasts. You'll find us as well. Um, good luck tomorrow, mate. Hopefully, uh, yeah, tomorrow by the time this goes out, hopefully the weather's hopefully yep. we're on, so we can have a bet and we'll yeah. catch everyone for the midweek show on Tuesday. Sounds good.